If you are under the age of 18, you should not be listening to this podcast. Also, this is your official spoiler warning. There will be all the spoilers. All the spoilers. Heavy spoilers. Very heavy. Very heavy. co-host Rebecca Sedai. Thank you for joining us for which episode is this? Yeah, I think it's eight. Seven or eight? Is it eight? Oh, we need to check. (laughs) Oh my god. We're starting to lose track. We We are. That's a big one right there. What are we we going to do if we ever get to like hundred? You know, I look. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Oh, this is episode seven. We just had episode six. Okay, good. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Well, we'll celebrate when we get to episode 10. Right? Yeah. I heard from somebody a while back that you know a podcast is going to be long lasting if they make it past episode seven. So. Ooh, hey, we got one more to go. I know. Yeah. Podcasts tend to fizzle off around seven, so not us. Not us. Not at all. Last. That's the thing about North Harbor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's good. It's good for a long time. Yes, quite extended if you edge it out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry, we still have to get into our intro. Yes. Okay. If you don't already know what the reasons are for all the phallic objects around North Harbor, this podcast is not for you. (laughs) Happens every time. (laughs) It's fine. I'll do my next one, see if you can pull something off of it. Okay. All right. I'll pull it off. If the thought of a little bit of taint doesn't make you excited this podcast is not for you if you didn't know that the dark one's taint is oily then this podcast is not for you no, not at all <laughs> um, Andrew is bay and you don't want him to come on this podcast then this podcast is not for you good night that man's beard okay or good morning if you are listening to us now <laughs> 
Sometimes you gotta do a little something to get you through the day. All right. <laughs> okay, and of course we have this week, we just have one tweet of the week because there's a lot to unpack with this tweet of the week. There, oh my God. And if you don't know what this tweet of the week is, then you should not be watching North Art. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Keep watching, listening, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, but also check out Twitter. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. So North Art needed a little break. Yep. Getting back to the tweet of the week. If you do not know what we are talking about with the the Adelona Dane wedding this week. Oh, and little stink. You've not been paying attention. Have little stink. Was sorry for my interrupting. You. This was chock full. Oh my goodness! It's things. still going on. Yeah. Okay, oh yeah. So we're recording on a Saturday night, and it happened yesterday, Friday afternoon. So thirty-six hours approximately. This has been going on for. Yep, the repercussions anyway. The actual and, wedding ceremony yeah. is over. Yeah, that's all over. Mm -hmm. And um, to our partner friends at Black Tower Pod, who we love and hold in great esteem, um, the wedding did not happen. <laughs> yeah, we were just on there live, and Daniel, come on, you haven't been paying attention. Come on. Even Andrew knew, and he doesn't go on Twitter a lot. Exactly. What is happening here, guys? Come on. Come on. Get with So, them. more shots. The rest of them, though, knew. So, that I appreciated. Thanks, guys. Josh, Andrew. Paying attention. Um, everyone else who was on the live chat, they yep. all knew. They all, everybody knew, except for Daniel, apparently. <laughs> like, people oh, interact I, mean, I don't know that's weird but <laughs> but yeah so basic recap you really do need to go ahead and click the link that hopefully we're going to put in oh yeah I need to put that on yes. the channel this time yep you're gonna put the link in the description of this episode. yes <gasps> yeah yes I know how to do that Yep, there you go. And <laughs> basic recap is Adelona and Dane were going to get married because they fell in love and some shit went down. And Adelona had to heal some him. Some real shit went down. Right. Adelona had to heal him. And in the process of healing him, also healed him of being in love with her. And then. I just okay. don't understand. Okay. Let me march on in here with my equal rights hat. Okay. Being in love with somebody should not be a sickness. Okay. This is my advert. Sorry, guys. It's my. Okay. Let me put it this way. If you're no, delusional because of a, like a, an infection almost. That was the look we were going for. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that probably makes more sense, but it's just the way that it looked. I'm like, dude, I'm like, he is not in love with someone because he's sick. Like that's you can be sick to the point to where you're delusional. 
I mean, can that, but I mean, (laughs) we were going for extraordinarily outlandishly testing the boundaries of suspense of disbelief. I know it was amazing. That's where we were going. It was beautiful. I mean, Dane was wearing a dress. Mm -hmm. Dane was wearing a dress. To be fair, yes. I mean, the Scots were kilts. True, but Dane is not a Scot. Dane is Dane. Dane. That's the point here. Dane. Dane is Gain. Look. (laughs) Do you know that every time I tried to type Dane during that whole thing, my phone auto-corrected it to drain? (laughs) (laughs) That was great. You have to drain the taint. Yes. (laughs) Oh, the whole thing was great. The whole thing was so much fun. Oh my god, it was so great. And then all the tangents. Oh yeah, everybody commenting on the sidelines and everybody jumping to Little Stink's defense. That was awesome. Poor Little Stink. Dane flushed him down the her them down the toilet. Them, yes. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, I can't tell Aunt Lorna, (laughs) and I know where Little Stink is. What kind of friend am I? But also, how into character did I get at that point? Like, (laughs) there is a lot going on in my brain this week. (laughs) I see this. I had to clear my brain for certain things. (laughs) Like, I had we had to plan this whole thing out. Like, it was it was a lot. It was a lot to coordinate. Oh my goodness! It it was oh it was beautiful. Yeah, little stink, whoever you are, uh, we appreciate you and yes. all of the entertainment you have brought into our lives. Yes, stinker's awesome. Stink is amazing. Now stinky has disappeared, so we need to find little stink stink. Stinky's been flushed. Reese saved the stinker. That's right. And then they left. They disappeared. It was a lot for such a little stink. I mean, the people that they were planning on spending their lives with and growing up with separated, and one of them stabbed the other one. So. To unpack for a little stink. That's. Well, stink needs some therapy. Yeah. I think they're going on wanderation therapy right now. Just wandering around trying to figure out life. What, how does stink grow up? You know, that's a very good question. (laughs) If little stink ever comes back, we'll have to ask how they grow into big stink. I'm like, (laughs) trying to figure that out. I'm like, so... As little stink gets older, like maybe they just turn into fertilizer and grow into a flower. Oh, I love this. Yeah. A rose. Right? That would be awesome. Oh my gosh. Little stink. If you can hear Auntie Rebecca Sedai. <laughs> Auntie Rebecca Sedai. <laughs> yes. You need to grow into a rose. It would be a beautiful circle. 
it would be an amazing circle. And you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But yes, again, if you did not catch that and you are on Twitter and in the Twitter of time, I don't know how you didn't catch it if you are actually already on Twitter. Then again, Daniel didn't. So if you didn't catch it, the link is in the description down below. And while you're here. Speaking of down below. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm segueing. You are. To the chapter. Mm, chapter 42, Impossibilities. It's a good chapter. It's a good chapter. It has a lot of one of our favorite people in it. Avienda. Red I love Avienda. She, I think, oh, it's so hard to pick from the wives. It's hard, I have always felt a semi-affinity to Avienda. Mm -hmm. Look, I've got um, I've got the red hair of Avi. Yeah, a little bit of the attitude of Avi. So, <sighs> she's she's awesome. She's kick ass, and I love. I can't think of a single scene where I'm just like, what are you doing? Why? Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are some if I go back and do another, yet another reread, but I can't think of a single scene right now where I'm like, what is she doing? No, I support her typically. I mean, because coming from her perspective, even when she's first meeting Rand and everything, like, She's never really dealt with men. She's always been the pretty, the pretty town girl. Yep. So, like, she doesn't know how to behave, like, with her feelings. So, I can appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I may be able to appreciate that to a certain extent. Right. You so, can take off the with her feelings part. I just don't know how to behave. <laughs> It's a thing. It is a thing. All right. So on to impossibilities, chapter 43 or two, 42. chapter 42. Yes, ma'am. Of a memory of light. Um, we start out with Avienda. And so I am really into like the descriptions and how they bring you into the world. And I just think that this beginning part has really good um example of that right so it goes in that the air smelled of fire burned flesh and something else a distinctive clean odor she had come to recognize as the scent of a lightning strike yes. so you unless you never are around lightning yay for you um <laughs> we all know like what they are describing. So it takes you to right. that place and you are picturing yourself outside in the smell of lightning in the air. And there we are um, with Avienda who is moved like the twisting wind itself, trying to stay ahead of Grendel who hurled bar after bar of white hot bale fire at her. With each shot, the ground troubled, black lines spread all across the rocks. Look, it trembled. 
it trembles it trembles because of the bale fire right because it's like a little bit of the taint too (laughs) and the taint because if you touch that taint you might tremble okay yeah big trouble um so she is seeing trollocs fighting other trollocs um and then the odd mist we know that that is mashadar with your tendrils the tendrils of mist (laughs) okay back to reading Mm -hmm. um avienda heaved herself to her feet and ran away from the trollocs so she still has her feet at the beginning of the chapter right um the next thing i have is the deep mist had started to enter the valley on one side men and trollocs alike ran from it screaming running from entering things that's that's always a little kinky there it's a little kinky. Mm-hmm. Also, the mist. Okay. We have to we have to talk about the tendrils. It's a thing now. I do. Yeah. I do. It's my thing now, apparently. It is your thing. I have beards and you have tendrils. <laughs> right? It just makes me think of feathers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Have you told your warder this? Because I no. just realized it right <laughs> now. Okay, so you definitely need to tell your warder. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) a feather and a blindfold. Okay. Oh my god! Harbor. (laughs) I am blushing. (laughs) You are welcome. But yes, a blindfold and a feather. I'm telling you right now, it will change your life. It will absolutely change your life. All you'll need is like thirty. You should message him for. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am kidding. Kind of. <clears throat> All right. Then we have a her wise one's clothing, blackened and burned. Um, so Before that, you didn't say that she was uh, standing on a floating rock with little underneath. Oh, yeah. There were many impossibilities around her and many bubbles of evil. Thank you. You're welcome. And then Amis. Yep, Amis goes over to her. They come up with a battle plan. Everyone Mm -hmm. is going to go after the shadow sold. Um, They rose and parted. Mm. Somewhere fighting here was Cad Swain's hand-picked team, Talon, a windfinder. We know Talon from earlier books. She was the windfinder who was in Camelin and then ran away with Marilla. And because she's the daughter, and it would take her so long, right? Yes. Yes. And um, apparently, then she joined the Dragonsworn channelers. Uh, Olivia. We all know Olivia. We all know Olivia. She helps him die. Yeah. And um, Amis, Avienda, Catswain are pretty much the most powerful channelers that the light has. I mean, next to Nynaeve. Right. Basically. So, or aside from Nynaeve. 
Exactly. And Egwene. So we all know where Egwene is. We all know where Egwene is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Um. So the bale fire is also giving Grendel away. So they go walking over to where that's coming from. So as she crept, she heard a low thrumming sound coming from the mountain. Yes. The mountain was quaking. This just got me all hot and bothered, obviously, because the ground began to tremble, chips of stone bouncing about. Mm -hmm. Ooh, something's going on inside that mountain. If the mountain is rocking, don't come knocking. Yeah, I've noticed that uh, before the big finale, there tends to be some trembling set. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. <laughs> so, um, sorry. So then, um, Avienda is moving around along the beautiful plants that are growing now. Um, they are violent bursts of greenery, and then above her, she sees it. The clouds are mixing together and forming the ancient symbol of the Aes Sedai. Yes. And the white and black, white on black, black on white, lightning crashed, then froze to the ground. The part so, where they describe that Aes Sedai symbol always gives me a little bit of goosebumps. Right? Always. It just, oh, it's powerful. It is. It's and very powerful. The imagery here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a good reminder even in our world, you know, that there needs to be balance. So you remind yourself that with every bad, there has to be some good. It does. Uh, so then, let's see here. The lightning impossibly seemed to have become a towering glass column jagged in the shape of the bolt that had struck, though it was no longer glowing. Just sounds freaking cool. It does. And if you think about it, it kind of changes to the opposite composition completely. Yeah. From what it was to what it From now is. From an error to a solid. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we come to another part where she notices Rand in the back of her mind. Oh, yeah. That thrumming sound was him. Lady, I am going to remind you of what is happening right now. Apparently, it has become an orgy. Because yes. let's think about what we have in there. We have Rand. Mm -hmm. There is Ishi, there is Moraine, Nynaeve, Alana, and the Dark One, and they are all having, and Tom is- Tom is on the outskirts. The bouncer. <laughs> Tom's the bouncer. Tom the little, yeah, Tom, Tom gets the little fringe effects. Yes. So he gets to watch what's going on in there. Voyeur. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Well, he does write the stories true okay all right get it tom tom is the director 
Oh, a lot. Anyway, of- moving on. So we have a menage a trois happening in the boar. Menage a trois. <laughs> a menage a trois happening in the boar, and Alvienda can feel the thrumming all the way outside. That is one hell of a party. That is one hell of a party. Sign me up. Yeah. Where, where are we? <laughs> Right. Where where is North Harbor's invite? I know. Yes, Come on, guys. Now. Because nobody can find us. <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyway, she had to keep moving. She crouched as she ran, using the newly grown plants as cover, and she knew that he fought a true warrior. His battle lent her strength, and she tried to return the same. Fight on, shade of my heart. Fight on. See, I, I would will. say this is an exchange of power, but it's like an equal exchange. <laughs> yeah. Like, they give each other strength. Right. And stamina when needed. Their switches. <laughs> okay. I will buy that. I will buy that uh, Rand and Avi switch. I got it. Oh, no. I was just saying, like, that they feed off of each other. But to each their own. I take it one way, you take it another. But we both take it from the back, apparently. (laughs) They are, they are helping each other. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is more of a 69 situation. Yes, exactly. Okay, got it. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. I was just trying to be um, more innuendo. Oh, more in, this is this is North Harbor, honey. You can't have innuendo no, here. No, but sometimes <laughs> Unless you're trying to edge North Harbor and then yes, that the innuendo works, but uh, Anyway. Yep. Anyway, getting back to the story. Back to the story. (laughs) Could they hold out though? Can they last the edging? Cad Swain and Amis and Olivia and Talon and Grendel is still surrounded by her minions and they are all also channeling. So there is a lot channeling there's a lot of energy in the air there's a lot of energy there and grand there is a lot a lot of sidar happening and grandel's getting gang banged just had to say it she's getting gang banged by all these other people i don't know it's more I mean, like it's yeah. one big gang bang ah uh, yeah it might just be one big there's an orgy outside too all right yeah <laughs> the, so the last battle was really one giant orgy. Everybody piercing other people. <laughs> yes. There was a lot of penetration happening. So much penetration. That's a that's, lot of edging. There's quite a bit of edging and some, some teasing, some taunting. Tendrils for sure. There are definitely tendrils. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some sword fighting. We have all of the BDSM aspects, if you want to include I that. mean, honestly, 
<laughs> the last battle could be one big BDSM LARP. Yes. It, oh. That's welcome. an idea, though. <laughs> A BDSM LARP. You feel free to run with it. You do. You do. Yes. I will listen. You'll listen. Okay. I will listen. And edit. Okay. All right. But I, I don't, I think I would blush way, way, way too much. What's the point? Okay. So it's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We could have it be like half comedic and half sexy time. I mean, just kind of like this. We're so we're developing a niche. We are developing a niche. It's gonna be great. Half sexy, half funny. Yep, a comedic medium right lark. I like it. Let's do it. it should be sword fighting. The flashing of the one power. Wait, for the sword fighting, you guys can fight each other with dildos. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> All I'm or, or fight the swords with the dildos. Right, and all I'm seeing in my head is like this flying <laughs> purple one. <laughs> Not only do we have the flying penises, but we also have the dildo sword fights. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> we need to make this happen immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people would be down for a gigantic comedic LARP where we all use dildos as weapons. Oh my God, that's amazing. I need to find oh. out how many people are down for this. I think we would get in trouble for it outside of JordyCon. Oh my gosh. No, okay. So I was talking to my warder about how we should make the kind of the North a thing. Mm -hmm. And we would have it I'm just throwing this out there randomly and Adelorn has heard none of this so far. So, kind of the North. Okay. And we would have it um, in the Prescott Hastings area, which is right outside of the Twin Cities. And they're in Minnesota and Wisconsin. And they are right at where the St. Croix and the Mississippi join. And they turn into the Mississippi. And so it's the two rivers. Ah, it's okay. just outside of the two, or it is the two rivers. And so I just thought that that would be fun. And um, cool. so I want to start. Obviously, I've heard of how other ones start out like small, right? And then my goal is like when we get big, or hopefully one day that we could have it also as a nonprofit and proceeds go towards um, mental health. Like Everybody always wants North Harbor to get bigger because when it's bigger, it's more pleasurable. So yes, I think we should do this. Yeah. Yeah. When you got some good mental health going on, there are some good other things going on in your life. So 
North Harbor fully supports good mental health. Absolutely. And, and helping those out who need it. Yes. So anyway, that was my big tangent for the day. Woohoo! Now back to the flying dildos yes. and penises. <laughs> Um, oh, I know. Grendel is surrounded by her minions who are under her compulsion. Freaking Grendel. Like, I love hate her so much. She's my alter ego, but I also hate her because she's evil. She is evil. She's super, super evil. And super, super ugly right now. All right. She can't even be pretty. Um... All right, and then Grendel's women captives are laying against the ground, um, obviously flagging. Two had collapsed, Serena was fallen on her knees, staring ahead with vacant eyes, and that makes me sad because she's gone. Like, her brain is basically broken. Yeah. Um, then a tall brush beside her moves, and Avienda does some ninja shit on it. And then blasts through the chest with a fist of flame she pulls off the veil yeah and who does she find Rourke I don't know oh wait yeah we do find out here Rourke and I ball my eyes out love Rourke I think that is the next casting I would love to see are who the Aiel are. Or yes. Like to see them in there. Even and we still don't technically trailer. know who Lucerne Telemann is. Technically. Right. Technically, officially, we do not know. No. The, the Amazon powers that be have not yet shared that with us. And then while Avi is distracted, and you know because she just channeled and they were trying to sneak up on grandall amisa attacks to kind of guard her from being attacked by channeling at rook all right <sighs> flipping it okay so then mishrila and his band of merry men and a couple ladies come along um and (laughs) miss ryla has some lady anger issues he does and correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think he was turned i think he actually was just one that kind of his own free will naturally a woman hater yeah absolutely yep he is um so there's Alvi Alviaran, Mishraila, Nensen, Cash, Rihanna, sorry, Rihanna, and Donalo and Aiko. Who had been turned as he had. Oh wait, who had been turned as he had. So there's that talking mean- about two other people that have been oh, turned. Okay. Because oh. he finds it unsettling. Yes. He talks later on about that, and I thought that that was interesting too. Yeah. Um, uh, so then, so he was going, he wanted to kill Alviarn. He does not like her. Doesn't like, number one, that she's a woman. 
Number two, that she's in charge. And number three, because she's snide and rude as fuck. Yeah, and she calls him a child. Yeah, taken to calling everyone child, apparently. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Elviaran, lady, we saw you crying on your knees and sniveling. Girl, you are not any more than anybody else. Very true. Mm-hmm. So, um, they are going to go away, and they hear cries from above. Um, there's an unusual scent in the air. Mm-hmm. Then, um, he talks about how he's going to have to kill them all, all the dreadlords. Yeah, because he doesn't trust anybody not to blab to the dark one. Yep. Um, so then, where was I? Oh, yeah. So also, I did not, I, until I read this tonight, I did not remember reading this ever before. Like this little snippet until, um, what part was it? The very end. Like, I'm like, I seriously do not remember. I felt really bad. Like, it's all new to me. And that made me happy. Oh, the <laughs> little part that you could rediscover. I know. Like, yeah. Like, oh, it's like my own little Easter egg. <laughs> I love that in rereads. Yes. No order. Mm-hmm. That part's going to happen. <laughs> then, um... The men moved, okay, so attacking like that exposed him. Um, he was supposed to be on the winning side. Re- oh, so now they're trying to read the residue to follow this guy who they think is Randall Thor. Wait. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, sorry. They found the, yeah, so they saw the fake dragon reborn. Yep. And then the earth shook under their feet. Yes. And the sky came tumbling down. Um, because the dragon reborn was around. I'll build the sky tumbling down, tumbling down. Yep, at least one person has some talent here. Okay. Um, Randall Thor was here. So then they're reading the residue. They want to go where he was. And he looked exhausted. Yes, he did look exhausted. And they yeah, just had to chase everybody's after exhausted. Too good of a bait not to chase after. Especially with the glory implied by killing the dragon reborn. Mm-hmm. And you see him in this exhausted state. Who's not gonna go after him? Agreed. Like anyone who is a dark friend is going after that guy right now. Absolutely. Um, so they go through and then where do they stumble in? To a studding. And Althor rested on a stump nearby. He looked up, saw Mishraela, and cried out, scrambling away. Mishraela wove a fireball that sprouted in the air and flew after him. But Althor managed to cut it down with a weave of his own. Ha! 
He is weak, Mishraila thought, dashing forward. The others followed him through the gateway. The women linked with Nensen, who trailed after Alviar like a puppy. Donalo came through last, calling for them to wait for him. Then, a moment later, they stop running, because it hit Mishraila like a wave of cold air, or cold water, sorry, like running face first into a waterfall. The one power vanished. It left him just like that. He stumbled, panicked, trying to figure out what had happened. He had been shielded. No. He sensed no shield. He sensed nothing. The trees moved nearby, figures stepping from the shadows, lumbering creatures with drooping eyebrows and thick fingers. They seemed as ancient as the trees themselves with wrinkled skin and white hair. And all, yeah. Thick fingers. Why, you got to point out the thick fingers, bro. <laughs> Who's not going to go there in their mind? Thick fingers. This is true. But also, as I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, man, he made the ogre sound scary and tough as fuck. Yes. Well, for some of us, that is a turn on. <laughs> No, I'm just, like, saying, like, the way they just, like, move out, and, mm -hmm. like, if you put yourself in their spot, you're, like, oh, shit. See, we have a different response. <laughs> <laughs> just fundamentally different. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> My fight or flight does not kick in. It is... Sexy time or flight. <laughs> Just, well, it could also be fight, I guess. We take different things from every paragraph. <laughs> Which is what makes it fun. And with thick fingers. So now, now I am paying attention to the fingers. Yeah, I, look, <laughs> with thick fingers, you cannot miss North Harbor. Not with thick fingers. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Oh my gosh. It depends on how thick the fingers are. Like, what are we talking? I need to see, look, this is why we need to see Loyal on the screen. Right. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> For the I fingers. Bet, yeah, I feel like those should, his would, they're very deft. They have to be. He holds a pen. A, well, he's, is his pen bigger than the human pens or does he sometimes um, when he has one that is an ogier one it is okay still if you're a writer and you write things like a vast majority of the time your fingers are going to be very dexterous also he works with trees and tree singing and what she handles them if his voice doesn't have at least a little bit of a growl, I'm going to be so disappointed. Calling Andrew. <laughs> you what? Nope. Done. All right. <clears throat> so they were in the studying. And Mishraila turns to run, but the Ogier grab him. Andrew had been wearing the Dragon Reborn's face. What? Yes. I wonder, someone needs to put, like, Andrel's face, or Andrel, wait, 
Oh, I know. They need Josh's face on Andrew's body. Here's my problem with this. Joshua does not have a beard. That's a thousand percent my problem. At this point in the story, he should. <laughs> I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah, it never talks about him shaving ever. Yeah, he hasn't shaved in at least a week. So he's got to have at least some stubble. You would I would hope. Just a little. All right. The others screamed and battered at the Ogier with their fists, but Mishraila fell to his knees, looking into that emptiness where the one power had been. Um. So then, um, Linsar says to them, we will care for the captives, Master Androl. Master Androl. Look, don't go there with me! <laughs> Oh. oh my god. I need more wine. <laughs> Don't go there with me. Do not go there with me. We go a lot of places. <laughs> Wait, everybody calls each other master and mistress in this book or in all these books? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. That's definitely Master Andrel. Execution, Pavar asked. By the eldest trees, no. The ogre looked offended. Not in this place, no, no killing here. So then she's or Andrel says, these are very dangerous people, good ogre. Do not underestimate how devious they can be. The ogre <laughs> chuckled, limping toward the steading, still beautiful trees. Men assume that because we are calm, we cannot be devious ourselves, she said. Let them see how crafty a mind can become with centuries worth of aging upon it. Do not worry, Master Andrel. We will be careful. It will be well for these poor souls to live in the peace of the steading. Perhaps a few decades of peace will change their outlook on the world. A forced peace. Thanks. Yes. Well, but still, hey, it's better. Is it better than the alternative? I mean, if given a choice between death and forced celibacy, we all know which way everybody would go. Death? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. I would be a very, very sad girl. <laughs> But that's a thing. Mm -hmm. I believe this is why we are the North Harbor Podcast. Yes. This is absolutely why we are the North Harbor Podcast. All right. <clears throat> uh, so she vanished in the trees and Andrew and Pavara have a moment. And she says, you did well. The plan was excellent. Uh, then they left the studying. And um, Andrew tells Jonath that they're done. And Pavara nodded as they stepped out of the trees to overlook the mora and the ruins outside the steading. She stopped as they saw the area around the ruins before them where the refugees from Camelin had been gathering the wounded and weapons. It was now filled with Trollocs slaughtering. 
this one this that little section like really tugged at me because the whole reason Pavara joined the Red Aja was because she feared it was the closest she could come to actively seeking out dark friends yes um like they had more leeway which so she almost seems like she should have been a blue sometimes to me or green yeah right because greens Um, are supposed to kill dark friends that's like their yes yes i said blue because of the passion you know her cause her seeker of causes but anyway um so I felt like it was just extra dark that she had to see this because her whole family was killed by dark friends. Even her little brother. Yep. And then after this, they have to go and seek Logan's help. Yeah. Which is where he does his 180. But up until this point, they don't know if he's actually going to go help. Exactly. So. And he tells them about the children and we see Logan's heart grow two sizes that day. Freaking Grinch, man. <laughs> Bringing in all the literary greats here. I know, right? Dr. Okay, Seuss. It's not Letterkenny this time. <laughs> I just go where my brain takes me. <laughs> which is unpredictable. What? So, which is unpredictable, even at the best of times. It really is. <laughs> it does not come with a map. Sorry, guys. Nope. Your sanity is even harder to find than North Harbor. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> so we go see Avienda. Um, she's knelt over Ruark's body. He's dead. She kills Ruark. She's starting to go to a dark place. Um, it was no longer him. She has to remind herself that Grendel, Grendel basically killed him right. the moment she put compulsion on him. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, her weave might as well burned him away. This is just a shell, and so she has to keep reminding herself that it's just a shell, and so she has to feed off of Rand's determination and strength that she feels through the bond, um, and let it wipe everything away. Cause she can't. It's at that point like she realizes that she just can't do it alone. Like, yeah. And this is where we go back to 69 land. Yep. Yep. Equal, equal partners. Equal, equal distribution of pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Grendel is powerful and wily. Yeah, there's there's a lot to be said there. Yep, yeah, she is. She she is great at that. I feel like um, she's top, but continue. So then we have Avienda. She creates a spear, mm-hmm. and she starts running um, to catch Grendel. And I love this passage about her running and how the earth is basically trembling with each step like she's one with it um and in a way she is because she is with rand they're connected and he is 
connected to the land. So she should be connected to the land. Absolutely. Um, but as I read it, it just makes like it's probably gonna sound corny and whatever but i really like how it goes into so many stories that i've heard that stem out of the southwest united states um because in my head canon the pueblo um and the the adobe housing and the caves and everything there that they turned into their homes is Aiel. So like I can see that. Yeah. So like as like this description is going on, like it really resonated with me um with the stories that you hear growing up that have come from uh the natives because that is awesome. And I just I'm sorry. I'm a dork. I know I'm a dork. You're fine. It's just the connection to it and it's an underserved area as well, like um, mythos or whatever you want to call it. It definitely is. Their mythos is not very popularly read or spread throughout Mm -hmm. most of everybody. So it's nice Mm -hmm. to get brought in a bit. Yeah. And I, I heard not that long ago, I think it was on NPR, about a Native American mythos fantasy series really yeah so i need to look into that now because it sounds amazing and i want to read um anyway so (laughs) then grendel um puts a weave into earth and it explodes and this is where avianda's feet get ruined it cracks her feet were ripped apart bones cracking legs burning but she does manage to she stabs her with her power rock weapon yes go avienda oh taking her down <laughs> this is why she and rand are equals they are equally powerful in their own rights <laughs> back to the 69 <laughs> and it was the summer of 69 kind of and while she is spearing grandal on the side grandal is using was it the true source the true the, power true power the true power to, she's traveling yes oh had a spear point first mm-hmm. sank into grandal's side in a moment both of them vanished yes so there you go they are gone they are gone and where they end up nobody knows well yeah i mean we just read that we do know we just read that yes (laughs) so we know so we know that was fun (laughs) i really like that chapter um because i found my my nugget that i must have just skimmed before or something and I actually found a nugget okay I found a nugget I found a little stink <laughs> little stink was with Mishrila the whole time we were rescuing them <laughs> in chapter 42 <laughs> in chapter 42 <sighs> and that is why it is called impossibilities 
way to bring it back. <laughs> Welcome. I feel like that should be the whole story of Lil Sting now. <laughs> like that's the title of the Lil Sting biography. Impossibilities. Impossibilities. <laughs> yes. Impossibilities. A Lil Sting story. Yes. That would be absolutely amazing. I need, <laughs> I need to bring that up to them. Yep. There we go. <laughs> all right that was great yes it yes. was a good one it was a good chapter it was a really great chapter there is a lot to go off of i felt like there is equal amounts innuendo mm-hmm. and um other interesting facets now let's face it and the some more innuendo. andral which we could always use more of God, Andrew, he's bae. Look, I don't know if you caught it, but I'm going to go back to the the tweet. There was a tweet separate from the actual Adidane wedding. Yeah. The person that plays Dane in real life can sing. That's right. Ooh, and then, okay, so on the live stream, Black Tower Boys were talking about getting some guys together. Maybe Andrew and the guy that plays Dane. See if Andrew and the gang jam out. Look, all I gotta say is Jordan Khan's gonna be amazing because we have a lot of people who can actually sing and play instruments. And one of them. But I will stand there and appreciate it. <laughs> and if you're okay with someone who can't sing, I will sing with you. Right. I think we're already getting a whole bunch of people from Twitter of time together to do um oh the backstreet actually yeah the backstreet boys at some point anyway so yeah yeah that so we shall see maybe a little mini concert who knows yep all right do you have a leaning quote of the week I do I do. Is it a good one? Can I do something with this one? Yes. I think that you can this week. Where did it go? Here we go. Oh, here it is. Yeah. A young lion charges quickest, and when you least expect it. This is so true, right? It is so true. So true. you're like, look. <laughs> As a lady who appreciates the young lions. Look, I cannot help it that these men are like. Because you're young at heart. I am young at heart. You are. And I can't help, like, I don't know how old people are before I ask them. And so if I've had a conversation with them and they're like, yeah, what's up? And I ask, and they're 10 years younger than me, which by the way, for those of you watching is well over the age, but anyway, uh, it just, it happens, it's a thing. I have a near sister who has a similar problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, I like the young lions. They're very bold. Yeah. Um, Who like taking charge too, which is fine with me. Yeah. Uh, and you can get away with more brattiness with the younger dude. That's probably true. 
That is very true. That is especially true for her because she is very British. So, okay, all right. See, everything's better in a British accent. Yeah. Well, southern accent. Go with that. Some southern accents. Some say yes. Some southern accents. Look. <laughs> like. Not gonna lie. Mm. Back country water accents that you need an interpreter for. <laughs> if I need an interpreter to understand you and you're from the United States, we have a problem. <laughs> this, as one who has worked in a Teleronarod center, um, this is a real thing. So, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a real thing. Oh my gosh. Yep. Um, so that is I'm gonna say. Like you I I just I have nothing. Okay. So going on, the quick lions, young lions are quick and apparently sporadic. Unexpected. Unexpected. Hit me with some spontaneity. Oh, that's true too. That and lions growl. Come on. They don't have to be young lions to growl. I know, but still. The 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 tone of a younger lion growling. I'm pretty sure it's a bigger lion growling. This I don't know. I don't know. Isn't it? Wait, it's the more fertile lion. <laughs> Yes, it is. And we hit up on another one. <laughs> My brain went science. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, proving why I'm not a green. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> <laughs> So are we finishing on Young Lions this week? What are we finishing again? <laughs> I'll let you answer that, my dear. Thank you once again for listening to the North Harbor podcast. I have been your co-host, Adelona Sadai. And I am pretty sure I'm Rebecca Sedai. <laughs> Thank you and have a great day. <laughs>